This WebmasterRadio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. Today's forecast calls for 6 to 12 inches and temperatures will only be in the teens overnight, so bundle up and... Imagine you're planning your end-of-year reports, planning for next year. What are you going to do to monetize more in 2011? We're going to have clear and sunny skies with a perfect day of weather for everyone coming to AFCON 2010. Warm up your marketing strategies this December in our winter oasis for affiliate marketers. AFCON 2010 Florida, December 8th through 10th at the Fairmont Turnberry Isle Resort in Aventura, Florida. Sign up now at AFCON2010.com. That's AFFCON2010.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our hosts and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC rock stars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Hey, PPC friends. Welcome to another episode of PPC Rockstars. I'm David Zatella, and I have with me uh, my good friend, Marc Poirier from Acquisio. That's A-C-Q-U-I-S-I-O. Today we're going to cover some uh, little more advanced topics, um, but they're ones that you should have in your PPC toolkit in uh, 2011 and beyond. And those topics are display advertising, uh, remarketing or retargeting, and attribution. Uh, don't worry if those uh, don't mean a lot to you quite yet, but um, we're going to ease you into the topic if you're a, uh, a traditional PPC advertiser uh, in this episode and future ones. So, first of all, uh, bienvenue, mon ami. Merci. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Glad to be here. Um, let's see. Montreal is now, uh, what, sub-zero? Skiing? Ice fishing? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually beautiful out there. Tell you the truth, it's nice and sunny. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you're right. It's, the temperatures are diving quickly, and we're uh, starting to... Uh, Chop wood and uh, build our igloos. Nice, nice. I love the igloos up there. They're very, very spacious. Yes. So um, <laughs> a little bit of, of uh, full disclosure first. Uh, Mark is the co-founder of a company called Aquizio, and uh, my company, Clicks Marketing, uses Aquizio software for our clients. Um, but we wouldn't do that if we didn't think it was uh, fantastic software. And we will be talking a little bit about the capabilities of uh, some of the capabilities of the software, but mainly generalizing so that uh, uh, even those who are not yet using it can benefit. So, uh, Mark, why don't we start out by uh, talking about display advertising? What uh, what do you consider in the context of PPC? Uh, what do you consider display advertising to be, and uh, why should uh, PPC advertisers uh, really embrace it? Yeah, that's a great question. So. Probably a lot of you remember that the the, the origins of uh, online advertising were pretty much display advertising, and and uh, some of us who've been around a long time have uh, dabbled in it uh, with or without success. Uh, it, it was historically difficult for direct response advertisers to use 
display advertising uh, simply because, you know, uh, the, the click-through rates were not there, the costs were prohibitive, and it was difficult to know what you're buying. And even today, it's, it's, it's very difficult to, to, to buy display from networks or direct from publishers and to know precisely what you're going to get and what it's worth. Um, and that's been one of the major hurdles, you know, for, for direct response marketers today who use search, obviously, uh, to, to fulfill the demand. Uh, it's, it's been one of the hurdles to use display and go beyond just what people are looking for and sort of get into a mix between branding, brand awareness and, and direct response, uh, um, but today, you know, things are changing. The technology's changed quite a lot. There are uh, a number of networks who have um, started supplying uh, display ads um, through APS, those through ad exchanges. So uh, display has become biddable, very similar to what we do with search today. In fact, it's very similar to what we do with the content network inside Google AdWords or what you can do with some of the other contextual networks that are there. They're often called also second-tier engines where – there's a lot of traffic that's available. A lot of eyeballs are there. And if you use the right methods, you're able to get some good quality traffic that will uh, sometimes exceed uh, the, the, uh, the, the performance that you get from your search campaigns or certainly help. And, uh, you know, as we move uh, into a world where uh, more and more of that display inventory becomes biddable, uh, you know, it's becoming more and more interesting for search marketers to get involved and start uh, leveraging that. So I think, you know, from just a brief history, you know, we've gone from a completely tra- uh, opaque marketplace where you, you're buying direct from adverti- from sellers who don't necessarily tell you everything there is to know about the inventory you're buying and having a lot of times disappointing results. You know, today you're able to bid one impression at a time. You're able to say with the data you have, whether it's your own data or data you buy, how much if you're willing to bid on a specific impression and how much you're willing to pay for it. So it comes much closer to what we do in search, you know. Right. But there are some really fundamental differences between search and display. uh, And we were talking about it a few minutes ago. Um, Why don't you take the listeners through the difference between kind of demand fulfillment and demand generation? Yeah, that's pretty important. So search, you know, people will, you don't, regardless of what you hear sometimes, some companies will tell you that they will do branding for you using search, which may be possible, maybe something that escapes me. But uh, typically people search for something. I mean, the word says it, you're you're looking to, uh, you know, you're looking maybe to get some information on something, maybe you're looking for to, to purchase something, or you're looking for to just direct navigate to somewhere. You want to go to a specific website. So uh, all of these things happen, and they're uh, tied quite directly to something that people are looking for. So that form of advertising is highly efficient, provided that uh, you're paying the right price and that your ad uh, fulfills somewhat what people are looking for. Um, it's a great way to to generate business quickly uh, and very efficiently. The problem with that is that there's a limit to the demand. You know, there's a limit to the number of people or the number of queries for a specific uh, keyword or a specific item or a group of keywords. Uh, as opposed to that, the number of pages on the Internet keeps growing and growing. Uh, so the supply, the ability to put your ad in people's faces, uh, for lack of a better word, is is growing really rapidly, and I don't think it's about to stop growing. 
Um, there's a lot of opportunity there. Uh, and it's a great opportunity to, to, to brand a company, which is, yes, this is something that we do in marketing. It's not all about just pure direct response. You know, there are uh, other considerations. And it's also a, a great segue into branding because if you're a direct response marketer, you can get some of that brand uh, awareness through display. But you can also, um, using specific techniques of retargeting, you can also have a performance that's very similar or even better to search uh, because with retargeting, you're able to, uh, uh, to place your ad in front of people who've already been to your website, for example, or place your ad in front of people who have already seen your ad in a specific vertical buy that you did, or maybe place your ad in front of uh, someone who's been searching for you or searching for a specific keyword, you know, provided that they click through, I guess. So, Retargeting is very powerful. Uh, it's one of the great ways to have uh, to sort of complement a, a search campaign, and uh, it's something that I think in the coming year people will start discovering more and more. Especially that Google provides it through AdWords. Right. So um, some of the some of the listeners are familiar, or at least have heard of uh, Google AdWords remarketing, which is uh, allowing the advertiser to place ads in front of people that have visited. Uh, the site in the past. Uh, we have, we've had a couple of shows with uh, uh, Brad Geddes and uh, Joe Kirschbaum where we've talked uh, a little bit, um, well, actually a little, a little more than a little bit about uh, how to use Google AdWords remarketing. Um, but uh, there, I think there are probably several, uh, I think there are probably many listeners that uh, for whom remarketing is relatively new and they don't realize that uh, it's possible to use remarketing outside of the Google AdWords network. So um, talk a little bit about, uh, uh, get specific about Aquizio and how uh, retargeting can be accomplished outside of the Google AdWords network. Well, yeah, so the so the Google AdWords network is also known as the Google Ad Exchange. Um, is you know It's available through AdWords, as you just mentioned. But there are other... Networks, many and significant ones, uh, that, uh, other than just the Google Ad Exchange. Uh, namely, there's the uh, formerly Ad ECN, but the Microsoft Ad Exchange is one of them. Uh, Ad Meld is one of them. They're a publisher side yield optimization platform. Rubicon is very similar to that as well. So uh, there are, you know, quite a large number of, of uh, very significant networks um, or ad exchanges or uh, publisher side. Uh, platforms who are available out there that provide um, uh, retar- display inventory, basically, which uh, is significantly larger as a pool of impressions than what you would get through the Google Ad Exchange. Uh, so that's one uh, thing that's that's interesting. The other thing is the, the form. There's many forms of retargeting that are available. Um, through AdWords, uh, and and David, uh, you, you may uh, you may tell me if I'm wrong. I could be uh, uh, a little off there, but I think uh, through Google AdWords, you can retarget site traffic. So if somebody has been on your you, so you put a tag on your website, and uh, if a visitor has been on your website, you're able to uh, present display ads to them uh, across the Google Ad Exchange. Is that is that an accurate reflection of? Uh, yeah, that's exactly right. You you cook, cookie uh, visitors to the site, either to the whole site or to a subsection, and then uh, thereafter, as that visitor 
after the visitor leaves the, leaves the advertiser's site, uh, as they traverse sites within the Google Content Network, they will see ads from that advertiser. Yeah. So what we're able to do on the Acquisitor platform is to, well, to do that, for example. So site retargeting is probably the most uh, uh, basic type of retargeting. So uh, to retarget people who have been on your website uh, across the Google Ad Exchange and uh, several others. But also we're able to do two other uh, important uh, uh, forms of retargeting. One of them is called uh, keyword retargeting or search retargeting. What that is is uh, we're, we capture uh, people who search for uh, for a keyword or, or um, and land on your website but don't convert. And uh, we capture those and we can retarget to them. And we're able to uh, bid – uh, differently for different keywords. So we're able to have groups of keywords, individual keywords, and determine what their value is and have different and set different uh, uh, CPM values as they go across uh, the ad exchange. When it's time to decide if we're going to bid on a specific ad impression, uh, we can consider uh, the keyword that people use to get on uh, onto the advertiser's website and bid accordingly. So that's... Uh, very powerful uh, uh, difference, and it's something that we support. The other thing is uh, because we have uh, our own uh, ad-serving technology, uh, companies can use us to do very specific vertical buys um, and retarget to them. Retar- it's called creative retargeting. So just because your ad was displayed to uh, on a very specific website, for example, uh, where you, you assume that the people viewing the site are interested in something really specific, you're able to retarget to this audience as well. Um, so I think these are, you know, there's, there's obviously there's a lot more uh, differences between what we do and what Google provides. Uh, but it's essentially going to give you a lot access to a lot to the same inventory, but a lot more as well. And uh, give you more flexibility on how you're going to bid for that media based on the data that, that you have or the data that, um, that you buy because you can buy data as well. What's an example of the latter category? Well, how would an advertiser so, use that? So, for example, you can, uh, we, you can buy data. through. We buy data through services like BlueKai and there's other providers as well. Uh, what happens is the uh, an impression is so the, the the flow goes like this. There's a publisher needs to serve an impression. The publisher will first look to see if he already sold it as a premium uh, spot. If it hasn't been sold, we'll maybe look to a second ad server that maybe will look into the twenty four seven or a Kazali network or something like that and see if they can find something uh, to 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 display. If there's nothing there. They'll usually fall back. They'll often fall back on real-time bidding and put that ad up for sale in an auction. So they'll put it up there and say, I have an ad for sale, and I have some data to go with it. So you can just say, I'll buy that ad because that person's been on my website, and I'm willing to spend $0.35 CPM on this ad because I know that that's what it's worth to me. Or you can say, do you have demographic information on that ad? The publisher will tell you, yes, I do, and it's another – 15 cent CPM, you can, uh, then you can say, I'll buy it. And then based on the information you got, you're able to decide how much you're going to. So for example, if you're looking for women in Ohio, you can buy that data from, uh, from the, so as the impression comes live, you can decide to just buy it as it is, or you can decide to augment, uh, the information you have and uh, bid uh, accordingly with more information. 
Amazing. So this is all, I, I, before we break for the uh, commercial, um, I'm struck by one thing that you said, which was the, the inventory, display ad inventory that one can buy using a tool like Acquisio and with Trade Desk uh, is, is actually a superset, a much bigger superset uh, uh, compared to the Google Display Network. Is that, is that what you said? That's absolutely right, yeah. Wow, that's a lot of inventory. Yeah, and we can retar- <laughs> retargeting to all of that is, is incredibly powerful. Hey, uh, hold on, Mark, for just a couple of minutes, listeners. Please stay with us while we hear these important messages from our sponsors. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEOfox link building report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with conversioncritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. CEO Coach, Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we're back with Marc Poirier of Acquisio. And uh, before we get into the next segment, I want to uh, let listeners know that uh, uh, they can download a free copy of my book, uh, All About Display Advertising, on the Google AdWords Network, uh, a free copy from clicksmarketing.com slash customersnow, C-U-S-T-O-M-E-R-S-N-O-W. And there's some good information there about um, how to target sites on the Google display network as well as design and write ads that work especially well in the display network. And uh, Mark, we're going to segue into the topic of attribution, but it it dovetails nicely with display in that, as you said a little bit earlier, um, 
advertisers can think of display as demand generation. So uh, uh, almost like priming the pump or filling the pipeline uh, with with potential customers that uh, that could not come through search because they just don't know about the product or service. So um, why don't you start out by explaining what is meant by the term attribution? Well, normally attribution means the, to have the ability to see beyond uh, the last event, the last click. So to, today, uh, I think by and large, uh, advertisers measure performance based on uh, what was the last click uh, that's, that before a conversion occurred or a sale. Uh, and oftentimes search gets the credit. Because uh, you know they're they're because maybe people were already aware of you or they found you through search, pure and simple. But also in in, in many cases they found you through search because they were made aware of, of what you have to offer through uh, maybe a display campaign. Maybe not. I don't know. But it's it's something that's likely to happen uh, to most advertisers, especially if you do display, obviously. And so attribution is a, a way and cross-channel attribution because you can do attribution inside one channel, like inside of search. You can see if there are other clicks, other keyword clicks uh, that preceded a conversion. And this happens, uh, you know, probably something like 30% of the time. But, uh, you know, what we've been hearing for years is that display influences search. And it's, uh, you know, it seems like it would be true, but it's been difficult to sort of prove that because uh, the technology just hasn't really been there. Uh, until recently, uh, but I would say over the past, uh, you know, a couple of years, year and a half, or something like that, uh, the the options to to measure how one person travels through a sales cycle across channels and uh, until they convert, until they buy, uh, has been made you know more and more widely available. And uh, you know, in fact, this technology is slowly becoming mainstream. I would say so, um, and, and so now we're able to see. Uh, how somebody who's been exposed to display and uh, and maybe social networks and and, and for example they uh, someone may have seen your ad uh, twelve times you know they may not have clicked on it but uh, perhaps the next day um, they search for your brand like a direct brand uh, keyword uh, query uh, so you're able to measure that and you're able to to build some really really powerful reports on how all of these channels work together in the funnel. And so we've been working really hard I th- with, uh, with our partners, the Trade Desk, over the past year at putting together a solution that allows uh, marketers to, to not only do search, but also to, to do their, uh, manage their Facebook ads and their display advertising through uh, our platform. But especially, uh, I think what's especially important is to have one uh, sort of analytics slash ad server, I'd say, platform to measure uh, the performance of everything that you do across all the channels uh, with one technology, right? And that's been, you know, kind of difficult until uh, recently, I guess. And so we're really happy that, you know, we're able to bring this to the market. I think it's going to have uh, a, a lot of value for our customers. Well, that's a great point. So, um Listeners without uh, access to advanced tools can get a feel for attribution uh, within Google AdWords accounts by uh, by uh, looking for search funnel reports. Uh, we've covered that in previous shows. Uh, Joe Kirschbaum wrote a great article about uh, uh, search funnels and how to use them for um, at least knowing what's going on. Uh, let's say when when it looks like a, a brand campaign is converting really well. 
um, and 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 knowing that uh, previous paid actions may have influenced the conversions on on brand campaigns. Uh, but the the search funnel uh, data, uh, while being interesting and and important, it's hard to act upon. In other words, the uh, it's up to the advertiser to interpret the reports and then take manual action when uh, deciding on bid pricing. Whereas the uh, uh, tools like Aquizio uh, allow for some automation, where the, the analytical software is running in the background, noting these relationships, noting when there are trends. Uh, that um, uh, show that that in in aggregate many people are uh, starting out with an action like a clicking on a display ad and then eventually converting uh, through some other uh, final action like um, doing a brand search and uh, uh, the the software tools um, actually influence the bid prices of the actions that are upstream. Did I I, uh, characterize that correctly? Yeah, that's exactly right. The, the, you know, the challenge with all this, it's, you're exactly right. So we, we do this. The, I'd say the challenge is, um, you know, to understand the sales cycle and how, um, how to build an attribution model. It's, it's not uh, easy. It's not, uh, you know, there, you, there are many ways to do it. You can weigh time. You can weigh the channel, the clicks, the ad views. You can, um, there's, there's a number of things that, that come into the equations, but, um, I think that's the number one challenge. In fact, is to get that correct. You know, get that right. Get that attribution model right for um, every advertiser. And it's early. You know, this industry is young. Uh, we're, uh, there's a lot of research that goes into it. But there are already like uh, some really good insights that are coming out of uh, the first year or two years of uh, attribution management. And I, I, I look at companies like uh, Clear Sailing, for example, to. To, to sort of guide, well, they've been doing it for a long time, so to sort of guide us into like uh, what are some of the best practices and you know how should advertisers look at attribution and how should they build uh, the, their own models. Um, but but also there's all kinds of other people who've done some great experiments with that. And it's, you're you're able to basically build your own, design your own model, and uh, see how one model will influence uh, your results uh, versus a different one. And one of the things that I'm worried about, to be perfectly honest with you, is is sort of retrofitting your attribution model to justify uh, maybe poor results. So that's one of the things we need to look out for, uh, I think, as marketers and, and uh, from an ethical perspective to uh, sort of avoid uh, building a model to fit the results, if you know what I mean. Sure. Because I think sure. that's going to take place. Sure. So um, I think what you're saying is that um, – uh, depending on the products or services or industry, uh, there may be different attribution behavior and ag- aggregate of the of the site visitors. So uh, one yeah. example would be uh, uh, a, a high ticket B two B product or service where the sales cycle is very long, and where yeah. the, uh, uh, the the very first visit to the site through a paid uh, mechanism like a display ad might precede the actual conversion by months and might include uh, five or six visits to the site through uh, several different means as the person, uh, as the site visitor responding to the advertisements, um, uh, gathers information to make up their mind over, over a long period. And then the, at the other end of the spectrum, there's the, the impulse buy, the, the free coupon uh, advertisement where the uh, it's much more likely that the conversion will happen much closer to the first visit, if not on the first visit. 
So the the way you set up your your uh, bidding systems to deal yes. with those two situations would be very different. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly that's. The, I think that's the main problem. It's not a you know. I, I think it's not an insurmountable problem by any stretch of the imagination. People are doing it, but people need to be aware that you know a different different products have different sales cycles, and you, it needs to be considered when you uh, sort of build your model. Gotcha. Hey, Mark, we've got to break away for another message from our sponsors. Could you uh, hold on just for a second? Of course. All right. And listeners, don't go away. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics. So you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. State of Search, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the International Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we're back. So, uh, Mark, uh, this is this is where you get to tell people how to uh, learn more about your products and contact you. Sure. Yeah. So we'd love to hear from you. Where uh, you can find us at uh, aquizio.com. So it's a c q u i s i o dot com, and uh, you can find us on Twitter at at aquizio. You can. Uh, I, I mean, these are great channels for us. And uh, we'll be glad to show you uh, the product, answer any questions you have. And, um, yeah, thank you for the opportunity to be on the show. That was uh, great. Sure, sure. Now, uh, where will we be seeing you at uh, at conferences next? Oh, boy, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, the year is like uh, – it's the end of the year now. So I think uh, January, February, we'll see. That. There's nothing in January, but February, definitely SMX West, I think it is. We'll be at SES London and Technology for Marketing and Advertising also in March SES. By the way, if any of you need uh, discount coupons for any of the shows, feel free to ask us. We 
always have some. It's uh, it's our pleasure to give them to you. Nice. I'm sure you'll get some takers on that. And and uh, uh, I, I do encourage everyone to follow you on Twitter. Uh, the, the the Twitter handle is at Aquizio, A-C-Q-U-I-S-I-O. And uh, that's one of the places where I've seen you advertise the discounts. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Mark. Um, Abiento. Uh, and uh, I think we're going to be seeing a lot of each other early next year. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Cheers. Cheers. And uh, audience, thank you. We'll uh, uh, look forward to seeing you next week here on PPC Rockstars. <laughs>